0: it's
1: 1998 18 years after the original the most charismatic cast members are dead you have a kid and two new baritones it's dark we're wearing sunglasses and we are oddly relevant for 2020 strap in kids this is a fun one we're talking about blues brothers 2000 Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Be Kind Rewind. Uh, Been excited and uh, a bittersweet episode tonight, but uh, one that um, I'm really excited about. I'm really excited to talk about this movie. This is a film that uh, uh, is near and dear to both me and the illustrious Mr. Jeremiah Campbell, who's in the studio today. Um, Hello. (laughs) Hello. Uh, near and dear to us, uh, we watched this in the theater when it first came out, and for some reason, I don't know what it what it was, and we'll probably get into that. What it was about this that resonated so strongly with us, but boy, howdy it did! Because we we memorized the soundtrack, we had blue black suits, <laughs> we had the whole shebang. We went to school one day both wearing black suits, and I handcuffed myself to a, a briefcase suitcase, to a briefcase. <laughs> Um, I don't know Blues Brothers 2000 um, everything about it should say that it is uh, terrible and unnecessary and not doesn't work with half your main cast who has passed away but it does it really really does I had the uh, awesome chance to watch it the other night, and I it was it's an absolute delight. I from top to bottom, uh, let's get right into it, uh, Mr. Jeremiah Campbell, uh, Blues Brothers 2000, 1998. Um, horrible movie, no, I'm just yeah.
0: <laughs> no that's why we're here. <laughs>
2: it's a great movie, like you said. Um, it's been a while since I watched it, I and mm-hmm. I own it, I own both of them, but um. I had to rent it last night, or because my TV was already packed up and oh, all that no. stuff. So I was like, "Ah, oh, shoot! <laughs> How did you watch it then?" So on a laptop, oh, <laughs> in bed, nice. So, um, that's okay. But yeah, still as good as I remembered, if not better. Yes. it gets better every time. It, it ages very well for me. So, mm-hmm. but, um, looking at back at just that year in general, maybe it's just a nostalgia thing because that was like the year we graduated and apparently either that was the mo- year that I saw the most movies in theater ever because yeah. I was going through all the releases that year or that was just really good year for movies
1: and I liked a lot of them but... we... <laughs> uh, so it was um I don't know how that could be oh wait that might have been the original um Uh, yeah i 1998 those late 90s were great times for movies and i mean especially you and i being 18 years old with heaps of disposable income so to speak and yeah. really nothing to do <laughs> i saw a lot of them i mean shoot just off the top of my head that we had godzilla and and uh Armageddon like right there yeah uh wild wild no that was wild wild west was the next year um i actually wrote it all down because yeah, I, I knew was you like, would have it
2: at first, I was like, oh, what what movies came out around the same time as this? Because technically, this is a box office bomb. Mm hmm. But, uh. 31 uh, million is the budget. <laughs> yeah. And it made 14. And it made 14. <laughs> um. But, like, let's see. We had Lost in Space, Black Dog, a note. That would be a movie that would be on this show. I liked it, but I'm sure not everybody did because <laughs> it had meatloaf. That's why I liked it. Which did? Black Dog.
1: Oh yeah. Oh God. <laughs> Black Dog. Wow. Forgot about Black
2: Dog. Deep Impact. Yes. Fear and Loathing. In Las Vegas. Almost Heroes. Truman Show. Dirty Work. Mulan or, or Mulan. Uh, X Files. Armageddon. Small Soldiers. Basketball. Mask of Zorro. Something about Mary. Saving Private Ryan. Ever After. Godzilla. Blade. Pleasantville. Rush Hour. Night of the Roxbury, Soldier, Waterboy, Enemy of the State, Meet Joe Black, uh, Star Trek Insurrection, The Faculty, and Prince of Egypt. Those are the ones that I just put down because those are the ones I liked. Um, also, Big Lebowski, Wild Things, Man in the Iron Mask, U.S. Marshals, Half-Baked, and Fallen, and I put phantoms just because <laughs> phantoms. Phantoms. <laughs> Affleck was the, the bomb. bomb phantoms. <laughs> 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 but that's a lot of movies that were, like, I would still watch to this day.
1: Yeah, those are fantastic, fantastic and movies. And it's, like, all
2: over the board. It's not just, like, one genre. It's, mm-hmm. like, comedy, horror, mm-hmm. action. Although the, those were the, that was the year you had, like, the double ups. You had, like, Armageddon, Deep Impact, same yes. movie. Uh-huh. You had Ants. Bugs Life, same movie. Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs)
1: Volcano and Dante's Peak. (laughs) Wasn't that year, but same idea. Yeah, in that same (laughs) era, era, yeah, there was a lot of duplicates. Um, But out of
2: all those, why we gravitated towards, it's like two movies we've gravitated towards through our high school career, and Mm -hmm. that was that one and then like Great White
1: North. Yes, no. for sure. Yeah, <laughs> so. uh, the great, yeah, the <laughs> Strange Brew. Uh, but which, again, even the movie Strange Brew is not as good as that album.
0: Right. The, the, the,
1: from the 1980s, the Great White North album is, oh.
0: Yeah,
2: but we, this we movie can do is a like. Show about... Watch the movie and then immediately go by the Blues Brothers 2000 soundtrack wherever I could find it.
1: Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. And that is what John Landis, uh, I just read an uh, uh, interview with him. And he said, yeah, he was pissed because they did not get the chance to do anything that they really wanted to because it wasn't like there was, it's John Landis. Like you get John Landis to come and do a movie for you at Universal, a place that he's done many, many movies at before, but now it's all corporatized, he said. And everything was done by committee. And so it just killed the... And I could you could see that like it killed the tone. It killed the narrative. The music is still great. The music is, is chef kiss. Fantastic. The, 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 to be honest, the, the narrative to get from, from song to song is it's, it's out there a little bit. And (laughs) the stuff that's, that is good is hilarious. And the stuff that just falls flat or doesn't make a lot of sense. It, it, yeah, it, it, it's glaring, but what I love about it, looking back, is the stuff that they don't even mention, but it's just there, and it exists, and it's beautiful. Like, when they get, you know, it's the same premise, all right? He gets out of jail, he gets the band back together, and instead of just going to a concert that's handed to them, they have to, like, prove themselves in a battle of bands. I mean, it's cool, right on. But I love the fact that when when things go down and they, they all have to pile into just the one car, yeah, it's literally like ten guys in one car. It's Like car. a clown car, yeah. And I'm trying to watch. It. I can't tell if it was if it was if it was like gimmicked or what because, I mean, those guys were even in ni- late in '98. They were so in '97 when they would have filmed it. They were getting up there then. How they managed that is beyond me. How they managed to climb inside that little car. The because what, car. Aykroyd was already what 68 or something like that when they made this. He's or... not, no, he's, he wouldn't have been 68 because he? he's be, up there though. That would make him 80 years old. <laughs> Dan Aykroyd is not 80 years old. Well, now I gotta look, yeah. <laughs> but so, yeah, narrative speaking, they wanted a lot of like they wanted, they, they wanted like a rated R but the studio oh, He's 68 were, now he's 68 now. Yeah. So he would have been 40. He looks great. Like he's like, he's slimmed down for <laughs> Elwood by far. Yeah. They said he lost
2: 90 pounds to do. Yeah. Redo the role. So
1: yeah, he looked it, he looked great. Um, but I, I mean, not that his body weight matters, but I just, that's what I took. That's what I know. It's like, Oh wow. He's really skinny for this, even though he's just in a black suit. Um, but to me it was weird that you you could tell they wanted to make a rated R movie. The studio wanted them to make a PG movie and, and they it, landed and, in the middle. And they on a PG. <laughs> and honestly the dirtiest jokes are the most funny. I had to pause the film and rewind it because I laughed so hard at um well I'll, I'll let you go. Were there any places that you like totally forgot about that was just like laugh out loud funny to you? <laughs> or was it more it was just the nostalgia? cuz me there were some parts that i totally forgot about that just like had me cuz there's the one i always forget
2: about every single time cuz it's literally like a millisecond and it's not even a, a you know a dialogue joke yeah but it makes me laugh so hard every single time and we're getting ahead of ourselves cuz this is like in the middle of the movie that's okay we'll back but back it's when they forth. they rescue them out of the ch- church tent revival yes. <laughs> and the next second you just see that car fly out of the tent <laughs> yep. like through the air yep. and it's doing 100 miles an hour
1: <laughs> and it just pops yeah. through the tent like the, 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 the cannonball shot of the car from the tent <laughs> is just oh so good so so so
2: good literally you don't hear any build up to it or anything the nope. car just crashes in through the tent and
1: then the next scene is outside and you just see like, the we gotta tent get in the car. fly yeah, out just just fly! <laughs> it and, just, oh, oh my god! Yeah, it is. That is so funny! <laughs> oh my god! And I, earlier in the film too, there's something similar to that when he's driving and he drops the drywall nails. Yeah, yeah. Out, <laughs> he just draws tink, and all of a sudden, pow! Without it, just no no build up to that, just all of a sudden, just pow! Yeah. And the car goes flying. Not,
2: not just flat tires. <laughs> the car completely flips through the air. Yeah, flips yeah. and
1: like. it almost alludes that they kill them because there's a funeral scene which that is just absolutely funny John Goodman delivers a line at the funeral that is just I don't even want to say it because A I'll start laughing B I won't do it justice because it's just oh my god yeah for a for a a (laughs) supposed to be like a kid family friendly movie holy damn oh crap oh like Oh, I I wanted more of that. I just (laughs) wanted some more of that blue, blue, blue humor for blues brothers. I think that's what made the first one work so well. Uh, that's a great joke. That one that you're not saying
2: because like Dan Aykroyd, just like follow my lead. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Follow my lead. And then
1: go 10 times. It's even easier. Well, it's even better cuz it's already, you know, he's like, you know, hey Mr. F- you know, what the uh, the guy that's the one of the band members that's a uh, Mr. Fabulous Mr. Fabulous, what time you want us to come back and and take the watches and wallets from the corpse? <laughs> Which I don't know why you would bury a uh, a corpse with its wallet, but Whatever. I mean, I guess if you took its money out, I don't know. But and then what to- I'm not even going to say it I want you to go watch it because it's just so good. Just the way just out of nowhere, it's just so perfect so so perfect so it it, it does lean way into like the f- more fanciful oh yeah aspects from the first one and i think that it's it it, it works even better because it it the goofy things happen but they do, like the things that they dwell on like just gets goes way too long it's almost to the point, okay, pick it up a little bit. We get the gag. But the other things that are just completely off the wall just happen, and then they just move on from it. Like it's normal. Yeah, like the puffball thing <laughs> or how they get into the bluegrass. A br- we're just going through a flaming. The Bluegrass Brothers Band. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when they come flying in from, like, a car that's going through up. The side, wheel through the Hot Wheels track. Through a Hot wheel track. Yeah, a flaming car and just land and get out and, like, okay. And then they just move on from that. It just takes a second. Like, wait a second, or when they're leaving, or when they're leaving the restaurant, and they just spin, just they're it's, spinning in circles. Yeah. They're not doing cookies. They're just spinning on an axis, and then it just they just go. Oh, it's just so good. It's just so so good. That
2: Hot Wheels track scene always confused me a little bit till this last time because they yeah. use like almost this. It's not the Bluesmobile painted blue. No, but it's a blue car. <laughs> yeah, and it's, you're like, that's not the same car. So at first, I'm like thinking, like well, they just gotta like. They did a shitty job at getting the a Bluesmobile oh, uh, lookalike car. No, they just got out of the Bluesmobile and got into the stunt driver's car. Yeah, at some point there was a the scene thing. that they
0: took. Yeah, that
1: they take this, <laughs> but then they just walk away from that premise and move on. And it's great. Like you could, you, you could totally tell like what probably should have happened or what could have been there, but oh, it's just great. A um, Little slow. Uh, uh, watching it with fresh eyes like get going I think um, like when he gets out of prison and he gets a job at the stripster club which I love that name like <laughs> the why there's not more stripster Willy's club stripster club. <laughs>
2: stripster club and it's awesome when the Russians say it stripster <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah
1: <laughs> what yeah like so it's a slow bur- burn at, be- at the beginning and then it gets going and it doesn't really stop and that's yeah. pretty cool um you know, they, they go through, rehash, like, not rehash, but establish that Jake is gone. How they address that was perfectly on brand for the Blues Brothers. How they address that, that John Belushi's gone. <laughs> he just stands
2: out. That's the, like, the movie starts so awesome. Like, yeah, you got the black scene where they're, like, they do their, they're, like, you know, in memory of yeah John Belushi, John Kidd. And Cab Calloway. Yeah. Cab Calloway. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, this is great. Mm-hmm. And then, like. He gets out of prison, and he just stands there for 24 hours. He just waits there for his ride. Until Frank Oz just notices him. Mm -hmm. Is that... (laughs) Is he still there? Yeah. And then walks slowly out to him just Mm -hmm. to Mm -hmm. whisper to him that... Which which (laughs) is very
1: similar to the beginning. It's that slow burn to get out is pretty... And I love the, the the how the the Frank Oz character he went from a clerk in the first one, now he's the warden. He's been yeah. doing good for himself, <laughs> in, after eighteen years, um, and then all of a sudden the the lady shows up in the red car, and I really liked that character. Yeah, and I wish that she would have gone like through the through movie, the movie, not just correct. Tell they
2: shoot up, burn the yeah. Strip club down. Yeah, she's only Spoiler a
1: character that's... Yeah, it's, whatever. I'm all, the only thing I'm not gonna spoil is, the, <laughs> Does that, that, is that John Goodman line, yep. Whatever. You just won't... don't want to say that word on, on Oh, air. I will say it. <laughs> the, the fact that needs to be said more. That's probably the reason it got a... That and there's a
2: strip club is probably the reason this movie got a PG-13 rating. Yeah, like,
1: well, they do say shit, but that's it. Like, say shit a couple times, and, and that's it. But so the, the lady... Who's in the first she's only in the first act is awesome. And I got to thinking, it's like, man, that would have been great that instead of Cab Calloway's descendant being named Cab, uh <laughs> being the police chief, which I get how they tie all that together. Okay, first he was this derelict, you know, this old like, you know, big band singer guy. Now he's his son is a police chief. Yeah. In their world, the exact opposite <laughs> of what they are. of what they are. I would have liked to instead have that that girl play the analog to Cab Calloway. Yeah, but you know that's Joe Morton still is freaking amazing, and I I I love that he's in it, and I love the job that he does. I love the energy that he brings once he's once he's like becomes and again how he becomes a member of the blues brothers right. is just totally so perfect I mean, even though it's the
2: same kind of like yeah as how john belushi, john belushi yeah. become like, how he gets saved or whatever just, yeah. yeah he gets the the mission <laughs> from god <laughs> Yeah. And, it just goes even more over the top. we are gonna fly him out of a tent and yep. like
1: he's gonna have sparkles <laughs> and around him and float shit. down. Yeah, it's, it's it's wonderful. And you before we before we started recording, you nailed it hand on the head too, that like the first movie, like they're driven, they're on a mission from God. And the theme in the second one <coughs> and the theme on the second one is the Lord works in mysterious ways. Things happen for a reason. So I, I, I like that theme a lot. In this, um, I I just wish that that she would have stuck around more than just disappearing. Yeah. Literally, she just disappears, and it is weird that like okay, she must have been called after she he must have called Frank Willie or somebody. Yeah, <laughs> Right? that's the only thing Frank must have. That's the only way I'm like. How could how did she just show up right then and there right after Frank comes out? And as I'm sitting here talking, it makes sense. Like okay, well, there's definitely some plot. F- there yeah there's yeah down. there's yeah for sure and
2: some of them like you can't even tell like what well, is it a mistake or did they do it on purpose like i i love right uh when he first goes to the the saint whatever yeah. shroud of the yeah uh-huh. and he ends up with buster uh-huh. and like he's like you don't want to hang around me kid and he like gets a ride to the police department on the back of a motorcycle and when he gets off, then all of a sudden Buster's standing there on the sidewalk waiting. Yeah. Like, where did he, like, yeah. was this a mistake or did we're just supposed to believe he, like, ran down the sidewalk? Correct, or like, yeah. Or is it just for comedy?
1: Like, oh, this kid can follow me wherever. Uh, yeah, now, yeah, that was the thing, too, that there's nothing <laughs> about the conversation that, le- like, why he, why he still keeps him around after. Yeah. Like, okay, so you stole Cable's wallet great and he got the money needed for the bluesmobile the new bluesmobile but like why'd you keep him around at that point it makes the whole point of the cops chasing them like well yeah he stole a the kid
2: <laughs> there's they had to get to that point like there's a national manhunt because yeah. he stole the
1: guy's wallet they needed to add have, something to it well to me that would have been <laughs> just as funny and like well, wow there he this guy's really pissed Well, no, now they're justified in this national manhunt because he stole a kid. He gave them a reason beyond a petty theft. Yeah. Which, I don't know. It's weird. It's just a weird concept that he just kind of like, because he doesn't act like he likes having the kid around even after he steals the wallet, but then all of a sudden then he's cool and there. So
2: What I think I pick up a lot now on it, the movie is like this movie has music in it but like, you, I would have never considered it like a musical. No. But with all the musicals, how popular they are now, like looking back and when you watch it, it's basically a musical. Yeah, yeah it is, Especially in respect to the choreography of everything. Correct. Like in the beginning when they're driving to Chicago and uh-huh. like the music is right in time and then with the red light, green light, like they stop the car, uh-huh. the music stops the light turns green they start driving mm-hmm. again and the music goes or just like even when they they uh when elwood like gets the russians drunk yeah. and they dump them in the alley like they walk to the music like all sneaky uh-huh. to the music it's all choreographed like everything is yeah. choreographed mm-hmm. it's just amazing like when you start noticing all the little details yeah
1: that's that's what was so bizarre like the the little details are fantastic then you have these big glaring plot holes and characters <laughs> exactly. that come and just disappear. Yeah. For no reason. But
2: there's so many like and it's not even the jokes that I think are funny for me, like like the right in front of your face jokes. It's just the just the dialogue. Like I love when uh, she's like, "Don't go tell tell him that his father, you know, cheated on Yeah, that's not for you to say." So he immediately goes there <laughs> yeah, <he> immediately, <laughs> to tell him like know.
1: And he's,
2: she's like, my mother's a saint. And he, he's yep. like, well, one could assume your dad yep. being in the military. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yep, she would find. And like, the- then he immediately calls his mom. Yeah. <laughs> like, And she just picks up. And like, it only takes five seconds for her to tell this him that she was unfaithful. Yeah. And just the look on his face is like. What? <laughs> like, yep. Or even before that conversation, when he tells him who he is, and he's yep. like looking him up on the computer as he's and talking, the computer is just like bing, all the. Or
1: especially uh, when he hits Jake, yeah, Jake Blues and he just keeps
2: looking boom, back at boom. the computer, and all the information uh, is oh yeah, it's for great for all the felonies they mm-hmm. have and stuff.
1: Yep. Oh, it's just awesome. Or just a few moments before that, when he's talking to the penguin, and she keeps hitting him <laughs> 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 out of nowhere. You don't even say it. All you, all of a sudden, is <laughs> shit. <laughs> it's like, oh.
2: I uh, never I never knew like like the names are funny in this in the movie too cuz yeah. like it's Cable Chamberlain like yeah. and then like I never knew her last name was Stigmata the
1: the the, head the, of the nurse yeah the nurse or the the nun yeah her, her name last is, name's, is Stigmata is Stigmata, <laughs> <laughs> yeah <Nice. laughs> so it's
2: just like and like you just know like when they all come in to tell all the other nuns come in to tell her yeah, that Buster's been missing for like seventy-two hours yeah. or whatever. It's just like they all the nuns look exactly the same. Yeah, I, they I didn't do. ever notice it before. Like all their hair is ex- all have exactly just the perfect. same hairstyle. Yeah, I noticed that. It's like, so weird. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I, but then it's awesome. Like they play, they do all the jokes from the original movie too. Yeah, in this to like get you in. I I really like. The storyline, it's different. I was reading, like, the original storyline was going to be basically the same. Like, it was years later, and they were going to try to rebuild Cab's uh, orphanage, and so they needed money. So it was, like, exactly the the same story. Like, we got to get all this money. Uh Uh-huh. So, and then, of course, the movie execs came in and changed it all around, Mm -hmm. which... They say, like, in everything you read, like, oh, it was a huge detriment and made this movie a failure, but
1: I love the movie as it is, so. Yeah. I mean, I I get what it would send, like, if you were a diehard Blues Brothers fan, what the hell did we just watch, you know? Right. And and, and if you're also just, like, a casual Blues Brothers fan, like, yeah, there's nothing memorable about that, that you're not gonna be like, oh, wow, that was hilarious, because it's not, like, laugh-out-loud hilarious. But it's not terrible at all. I think it's fantastic. But...
2: like I said it pays homage to all the things you liked from the original yeah. at least the things I thought were funny like when the in the original the car falls for like you tell it was dropped out of an airplane Yeah uh-huh They do the same thing I never really noticed before in this movie it's not as long but is when they but it's the boat when they drive oh, across yeah. the water to the KKK like yeah. and they drive underneath the boat Yeah and then when they like hit a bump the boat like goes flies flying in the into the air, air and yeah. it literally, like Hundred feet up mm-hmm. in the air and falls for
1: seconds and yeah, it's it's funny and I and I love how it's not. It, it was very of its time that it was a militia instead of the Illinois Nazis. Yeah, here's what I think it's so weird that okay, well now we've got both of those mushed together and that's who we have now <laughs> for in 2020. The whatever yeah, whatever these yeah. doofuses uh, out here are.
0: <laughs> we switch
2: from Nazis to Russians and then yeah, and exactly. Then just have
1: the, the Illinois the Nazis white. and then. <laughs> Yeah, so the Russians, were. it was a weird, it was an odd thing because from what I could tell, again, yeah, one of them dies. Like, they lose someone, <laughs> one of the Russians die, and how they just, did they die in that car accident? Wow. This, I know they're going to
2: get revenge by drinking blood from their skulls. Yeah, that's
1: wonderful. <laughs> I love the <this> song, too. <laughs> Don't freeze me, Mr. Frost. <laughs> no, yeah. I'm so cold. It's <laughs> <or whatever. laughs> <Yeah, that's> so <laughs> wonderful. Oh shit! The music. Uh, we. It, it is odd too that the music. It makes sense. Some of the music choices. Some of them are really weird, and don't really like the uh uh six three four the Ed's love exchange song. Yeah. Seems really like out of nowhere. But because they're only there for like one one character anyway, then well, like, it was just a job he could have just like walked away from.
2: Like you said, it's weird how they get there from point A to point B. Uh-huh. From the beginning of the strip club all the way to the <laughs> Lady Mossad's Battle yeah. of the Bands, like yeah. versus in the original. Seemed like in the original all the songs were tied to an actual like this is a gig. Yeah. But if you really think about it in this one, they only play they play at the strip club as uh-huh. kind of like a gig, I guess. And then they do the, the blues, the, blues, the writers. Yeah. <laughs> writers, the bluegrass brothers. And then they do the battle of, the bands. Battle of the bands and all the other songs are just songs in the movie.
1: They're not. Yeah. Yeah. just reason <laughs> for Eddie a, Floyd. They're not and, a part of a gig. Yeah. It's just for Wilson Pickett and Eddie Floyd to sing a song. With Johnny Lang, which I'm still waiting for him to be a huge star twenty years later. Oh God, I could <laughs> he watch is that a
2: huge star just in the blues. Yeah, you know, is he? Yeah, you don't hear about him.
1: Yeah, that guy. I could I could watch that. But how
2: many blues singers you don't hear about them crossing over? And yeah, like, that's the mainstream?
1: true. Yeah, I could watch him play that guitar all damn day. Oh man, <laughs> John, Johnny Lang. Whew. The fact that they took mis- that the guy on the keyboards and left Johnny Lang like no take Johnny Lang too <laughs> in your band. <laughs> One
2: thing I thought was interesting, which I never got until I started reading up on the actual behind kind yeah. of the movie, like I never understood why Paul Schaefer was in this movie. I was like, why the hell is he in here? It makes absolutely no really goddamn sense. Yeah, I it's mean, yeah, he's, a, he's a good musician in his own right, but like, I guess he was originally supposed to be the piano player in the original movie. In the Blues Brothers Band. Oh, was he? Yeah, instead of... I can't remember which... That gentleman's name? Yeah. yeah. And so that's how they got... He was doing something... He was, like, doing some Broadway stuff, and he couldn't get out of it. And so that's what they got him into this. Okay. And he filmed all his scenes in, like, one week in between David Letterman. Oh, his
1: two big scenes? <laughs> yeah. The two dance... Yeah, and he wrote all the original songs. Yeah, he, uh, he was a huge... When you look at the credits, like, music... A lot of it is him. What's funny is uh, the that six three the "It's Love Exchange" song was written by Eddie Floyd and then Steve Cropper, which was one of the Blues Brothers band members. He was the dude that was on the talk radio that's not Donald Duck Dunn.
2: (laughs) Oh, the other one. The other one sitting there like, oh. Saying who they are coming into the room. Exactly. Yeah. So not the the guy with the
1: black straight hair. Yeah, yeah. that's Steve Cropper. Oh, nice. <laughs> the best part is like I love how they have the the two worst actors in the. I mean, these guys are musicians. They're not actors. <laughs> the, the two worst actors out of the musicians play talk radio hosts. Like, <laughs> right. These guys who can't talk. <laughs> and you can't. You'd be remiss if we didn't talk about the Louisiana Gator Boys. Yeah, and can so, you imagine? Like, I'm just trying to think of the logistics. There's 22 of, people in that band, Yeah. And all
2: 22 of those people are famous. And in they some were respect. all
1: there in one it, at the same day. Like, like that's what even that same they would have had to film that. Just just
2: from that alone, this movie should be praised as an amazing movie. To get in a like a movie, all just, right, we're gonna film during this time. We need 22 of you people. Yep. And yeah, maybe they're all that like super famous, but definitely there's some super famous people in there there's during that time. There's famous people in it, yeah. You know, for like late Eric 90- Clapton and...
1: Yeah, Isaac <laughs> Hayes was no slouch in 98. I mean, South Park made him a household name again. Yeah. Um, and yeah. even just the like everybody else, Eric Clapton, Travis Tritt, again, a famous guy, you know, <laughs> yeah. Steve Winwood, um, Gary U.S. Bonds, all those guys, like holy crap. Yeah. That's a lot of people. And for them to just be like, it's almost like a throwaway gag. Oh, here's these wannabe players. You know, how how good can a mess (laughs) like that sound? And I love the fact that Paul Schaefer is there conducting them while they're singing, even though he's working for Queen Mousset. (laughs) Erica Badu, who like kills it as this character and like, oh yeah, she's great. Like, yeah, she's awesome. And she's only in it for a second.
2: Yeah, some of those people, like, I didn't even know who they were. Like, I knew who they were, but I didn't, you know, just by looking at them, I didn't know who they were. Until you hear their so names. So to, like, go look it up. Yeah. Or, like, yeah, and just, like, like Jimmy Vaughn. Yeah. B.B. King, I obviously know who he was. For but, sure. Um, Bo Diddley, Dr. John. Yeah. Uh, Coco Taylor, Ru- Lou Rawls, you know, just, there's so many people in mm-hmm. there. And... Yeah, it's crazy. It, for one, that they could just get them all in the same room. Because, like, how
1: long you know did it take to do those scenes? You yeah, know? E- even if they filmed it in one <laughs> evening, that's still like <laughs> that's twenty two people. Like late nineties, most of those guys were probably still touring. Right. I mean, a lot of them. are, The sad part is, is a lot of them are dead now. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people in this movie are dead, let alone the ones that were in the original. Now you've got just as many that are passed away. Yeah. And. Or people who were alive when this was made and they didn't do it. Like, uh, what's his bucket? Uh, Ray Charles was still alive when they made this because he died in the 2000s. Oh, did he? Mm-hmm.
2: Which is funny. They There's a scene, which I never noticed. I was just reading about it, is when they're
1: driving to the strip club or- They pass they by pass that. They pass Ray's. Yeah. I, yeah, I Ray's didn't yeah, Ray's music exchange. Which I don't know if it's like a real place or they made <laughs> it for the movie, but it's still so cool. Yeah, they pass by it. But- Yeah, so yeah, like BB King is gone, Aretha Franklin's gone, Um, a couple of members of the Blues Brothers band is gone, a lot of those dudes, a lot of the bands uh, in Willie's Club, Junior, Junior Wells, he died
2: like two months before the movie released.
1: Did he really? Yeah. Is that why they put his? And it's cool that they put the music numbers they didn't use in the movie and the trailer and the credits. Yeah. I mean, you, 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 you know, uh, freaking, uh, uh, blah 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 blah. Um, James Brown you know they put that scene that they filmed with James Brown in the credits just because like they filmed it like, wow, that would be terrible to just cut that out so I- I'm glad that they put those things in the credits <laughs> well and that's sure.
2: the typical like that's <laughs> essential James Brown that that number where they put the you know the cape over him and, and he's, he's like yep he's not he's gonna the make hardest it hardest working man in show business yeah <laughs>
1: He's just dying because she's... Even though
2: he's getting up to where in that movie, you're just like, it's almost cringeworthy to watch him try to sing. (laughs) He does a great job singing that song. You notice how horrible of a job he does in the tent revival thing? Like, if you it, actually kind of try to listen to what he's singing during, because yeah. it's an ensemble piece, mm-hmm. like, he's just yelling. Yeah. <laughs> like <there's, it's> like, <laughs> hey, he's, give him credit, okay? Give him respect, all right? R-E-S-P-C-T, man. But definitely the other guy, Cleophas James, the character, sings
1: a way better. Oh, no. Yeah, he's Cleophas James. It's, um, shoot, he's great. Yeah, Reverend I can't remember, but yeah. he's awesome. <laughs> he is so cool.
2: Yeah, um, yeah, it's great all over. There's so many cool things. How they park the car every time, basically to parallel park. He just slides <laughs> when he does and the power the... slide.
1: Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, that's that's freaking amazing.
2: I love like all the colors, like for every dance number, like even so it starts like. When they go to the car dealership and are- Aretha Franklin sings mm-hmm. Respect, and the three ladies that back up sing, their mm-hmm. dresses are all like super bright colors. Mm-hmm. Then they go to the Ed's Love Exchange, and all those people are dressed.
0: They're really, in boomus, c-
2: but it's all like all Gaudy super and bright. bright.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Neon, just awesome colors. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I mean, we mentioned at the beginning that how, like, there's a lot of progressiveness in this sh- in this movie, too, that is really. It's very pre nine eleven, but I think people in general are, it, for the world to heal, like it's not healing well at all. You gotta, And this this is something that, that it, it dawned on me not too long ago. I was reading someone was talking about it, that before 9-11, and I, I say this not meaning any disrespect for anything person. That's not what this is about, but like, remember how cops were viewed before 9-11? They were all Ralph Wiggum from top to bottom (laughs) it was the cops were not your friends the cops were there to cost you money take away put you in jail (laughs) kill your fun they were not they were viewed as most of them were viewed as well i mean cops the show you know kind of took that away but for the most part cops were just cops that are just there to you know if you're having a good time at a party you don't want the cops to show up. And then after 9-11, they're like the heroes for everybody. Well, here we are almost 20 years later beyond like 9-11 and this idea that the cops are no longer our friends. I, it feels more, I, I'm. it harkens back to when I was a kid. Like, yeah, this makes more <laughs> sense. Like, well, yeah, they're... I want the cops showing up. (laughs) Like, what the hell? I only want cops showing up if I'm in trouble. Right. And I want them to be dispatched like firemen. I don't want them to just show up because (laughs) they're showing up. So I I really like how this portrays them as just like they're, they're, yeah, they're, they're the main protagonist besides the, the the things. The, the Russians, like they're, well, yeah, they're, I mean, all
2: three of those groups are chasing them, but like, the cops are the main, the main threat, and then the FBI is pulled in randomly. Yeah, it's just two guys though. But yeah, like, the FBI like,
1: is for the yeah for the missing kid.
0: One but thing, again, I, it's all these cops. <laughs> one thing I
2: laughed about though too is like, did you notice like in the chase scenes? Yes, the the sirens are on when they're actually chasing the blue's yeah. mobile. But even when it they're not chasing the blue's mobile, they're all driving in a line. Yeah. With the sirens on, like they're not even chasing them or know where they are at. Nope. And they're on their way to the church tent revival, just lights blazing, sirens giving up everybody <laughs> in the county where it's they're at and what they're
1: doing. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 wonderful. It's nice to see police officer characters and movies. I'll be very clear on this: police officer characters and movies. <laughs> Being back, being portrayed as like one step behind <laughs> because that's what makes it fun, right? Is the chase, not super cops. The, yeah, you know, it's very, it's a, a- lighthearted, yeah, take a, on. Correct, yeah, it's very, <laughs> it's very a cab take on it, and it, it's very much that 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 notion. It's it's very it takes me back to that, and I and I enjoy it for sure.
2: I love when they get all the finally get the band back together mm-hmm. and then like you think almost there's going to be this passing of the torch to the time when all of a sudden John Popper runs up <laughs> yeah. and like, hey, you awesome. want to come see my band play? I love, you know, I've followed you my whole life and it's just hilarious because he just Elwood just totally blows them off. He's like, "Yeah, he says, yeah, tells sure, yeah sure, whatever. Go F <laughs> get yourself." Get in the car, drive away yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's just hilarious. Yep. I mean, at least they still you still get to hear that whole number,
1: which is a fantastic song, and it's a good <laughs> it's a good transition number. Like the fact that it's this little show that they're doing is the transition to the next act basically. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's cool. And I really like that it is a passing of the torch cuz yeah, there's a lot of when you really look at Blues Travelers Music, like yeah, you can tell that they they went the same direction through the different you know move, uh, music catalog so to speak as far as music genre. Yeah,
2: and, but and if you think about it, like really, like they broke in through into like mainstream top forty, you know, during the late nineties. Mm-hmm. So
1: they did, and about that time, I mean, Blues Traveler, they were on Roseanne, like they. They were cast as friends of Dan and, and Rosie when they were kids. And they were on Roseanne. No, I didn't for, know that. Yeah. They were on Roseanne. And not only that, in the later seasons of the show, they redid the 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 theme song and actually put words to it. Blues Traveler did. Yeah, they were that whole between Roseanne and John Goodman and whoever, like, yeah, they were all about <laughs> they were all about Blues Traveler. Mm. Pulling up in the new studio. Trying to think of what I, I loved the 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 way they have the the songs that the Louisiana Gator Boys sing are designed to have as many people as possible sing them. <laughs> right, everybody gets their lines <laughs> in, and then the closing song with the rest of the cast with singing all of the them there. Yeah. yeah. The cast is like yeah, and this how Queen Musette can just do magic and that's okay, and like she can turn people to rats and I like, guess yeah, it's whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's what I'm saying. Like I would have liked to have seen that girl from the beginning be the one that's with them, and at the very end, then Cabe, or Cable becomes under you know gives into the calling of his blood. Yeah, not the beginning of Act Three, and then back into this. So. I liked his, but like I said, I liked his energy after he gets turned to a blues brother and he's talking about it. Like, that's what the police are for, to protect all the artists and musicians of the world. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> crazy. <laughs> no. <laughs> like, wow, there's. Well, nope.
2: <laughs> there's no consequences at the end of this movie. The yeah. first movie, like, they go to jail. Yeah, it right? makes sense. And they finish, they're playing in jail. Mm-hmm. And like, in this one, no, it just takes Cab on stage to say, no, no. I haven't been kidnapped or whatever. I'm okay. I'm with them now. I'm part of the band. That's what somebody and like Nia Peoples is just like, oh, okay. okay, Let me put my gun away. Yeah, and that's it. (laughs) That's it. Yeah. It's
1: not until the FBI come in, just like, oh yeah. He also kidnapped a kid though. (laughs) The kid can't just say, oh yeah, no, I'm good. (laughs) What what all kidnapped people would say, you know, or. Oh my gosh! Yeah, didn't they?
2: uh, Didn't John Popper do a lot of the, a lot of the harmonica
1: parts for this movie? I would not be surprised if he did the harmonica part for the boy. I thought at first I thought, okay, that's a weird looking kid. He must be like a a a prodigy, but from what I can tell, he's not. In fact, he went on to be in one of the Three Ninjas movies and then some other show. But yeah, he was not. He was a good singer, but he could sing, but. That was not him playing the harmonica. Yeah, my
2: mind in the timeline of when this movie was made didn't really track for me because, like, I was reading. They said their first initial thought was to have Macaulay Culkin be that kid, and I was like, wouldn't he be like sixteen or twenty years old? Not in 98. But I guess not. Not. No, he, he would have been old. like.
1: No, he would have still been no oh, in ninety eight. No, he still would. Let's see. He would have been eight, ten, and ninety three. Was what ninety four? Uh, Home Alone 1 was 91. Home Alone 2 was so
2: Even when, like a teenager, wasn't he? Yeah,
1: and he was about 10 years old in 93. So in 98, he would have been about 16 years old.
2: Yeah, that would just be weird. Yeah, that would have been a little
1: crossing. <laughs> but it still would have been cool, though, because he would have been playing like an older like, yeah, I'm, nobody wants this older kids. They just want the babies. So now that's it. And then they almost
2: half would lean into that. Like, almost. If it was like the rated R movie, I could see it really working
1: because then he could just be like a, a dick. Go crazy. Like, yeah. Or make kid. him 18 years old and just freaking nuts. <laughs> yeah. It's like Or just pull the trigger and say, yep, nope, this is your
2: kid. Not being like the dad figure where he's like, they're in the car and he's like trying to smoke a cigarette. Yeah. And he's like, throws the, Thro- he's like, yeah. you don't need that shit, kid. Yep. <laughs> don't say, or
1: he's like, don't say shit, kid. Yeah. And then he's like, you don't need that shit, kid. <laughs> uh, like, Like, w- there's so many like, what ifs they could have done. I mean, let alone with the girl being part of the group instead. What if the kid that shows up is the kid, you know, make him older, <laughs> make him 16, 18 years old. And... Make him be the kid that 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 John Belushi and um, Carrie Carrie would have had, right? Because she was in the first one, and yeah. the whole time she's trying to kill him. Maybe she was pregnant with his kid, uh-huh. and now that kid is eighteen years old in here. So. I was hoping to find some footage of the video game they made a Nintendo sixty four yeah. game. I jotted that down. I was like, "What? Yeah, I don't remember this." Yeah, I re- I remember it, and I think I remember like re- like f- re- renting it from Hastings or something. It's, it was well, lame. yeah. Nobody would buy that. I'm no, sure. No, I don't think. So. Blues I, Brothers N sixty four. Yeah, not only that. I mean, it's Blues Brothers two thousand <laughs> N sixty yeah. four. An N sixty four game. I don't know. I probably would have bought it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it'd be
2: weird just like it's a great movie already, but in in its own right with I think John Goodman was awesome, like Oh yeah. A great fill in. Even though like there's some scenes where like, oh man, they should have redid that. Like when he was singing in the strip club and like the microphone is not even he's like dancing and he's you're like, Yeah, you wouldn't even be able to hear him like no. <laughs> But you yeah, know, there's that, some like film clubs there, but like overall he's just hilarious like in all the scenes like you've already talked about like the carpet tax scene. He's like they've got automatic weapons he's <laughs> like look in the glove box and, and he just happens like, to have a bag of t- we have carpet tax <laughs> <and> drywall nails <laughs> i do like
1: it he tries so hard to be like the stoic blues brother but he keeps breaking yeah, every that once that's in a while. that's part of the Yeah, part of the which I really like. I almost wanted that more. Like, <laughs> when, imagine if it was, like, 10 years later and it that's, like, Zach Galifianakis, you <laughs> right. know? Like, really lean into this doofus <laughs> that he finds that can happen to sing good enough for him to take with him. So, I, and I did notice, like I mentioned in the opening, that they both sing very low, uh, John Goodman and Joe Morton, and in this movie. Uh, Dan Aggris what you mentioned he sings the low and then he goes to the high notes and then he goes back low again Because would be curious
2: have... to like know like be a fly on the wall and know like how much of that was acting versus how much of that was just cause meeting somebody like cause like you say like breaks character like one of the first times he does is like when they go to meet to the car dealership and yeah. like he's like don't you know you gotta don't smile and like Aretha Franklin walks in the room, basically. Yeah, and that's what he like gets a big goofy fucking yeah. grin on his face. Well, I
1: love that he's like <laughs> don't show any emotions. Yeah. These guys only respond to Tate. But then he's smiling like an idiot the whole time, yeah. like and yeah. hugging him and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> just dicking. But with and them.
2: like even in the end when they're singing with the, Lu- or no, like in the beginning when he first meets BB King's yeah. character running the, the repo yard, uh-huh. you could tell he's just trying not to like just have a big smile on his face the whole time yeah for sure he's Cause like means, i mean these it, are their idols a, in real life
1: he loves like yeah blues are, you yeah, know everybody in their so, league, like to I, meet all these, these people, people yeah this is passion project written all over it yeah all over it having all these famous people in this um and Same you think
2: like in the end when they get all get to sing with all those people mm-hmm. you can just tell they're having the fucking amazing yeah, awesome yeah. time oh yeah
1: loving it <laughs> absolutely loving it i love it. and i do looking to the end too i mean there's a lot of things that are like becoming popular now that that's right there um you know a lot of like i hear it referred to as like yeehaw culture um like how like hip-hop is 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 taking a lot of like Old country stuff, yeah, with little Nas and little Nas X whatever and stuff like that, which I'm all for. I think that's great. Well, if you notice, the freaking Queen Musette's like guards are all just these black cowboys, <laughs> yeah. all of them. They're all dressed, but alike they're like break dancing. Yeah, they're all doing. Yeah, they're doing. <laughs> yeah, they're doing little Nas X twenty years ago, and it's oh, awesome. It's so good. I love it. That's I like, like that aesthetic a lot. That's one of
2: the best parts about the kid character mm-hmm. is like all his dance scenes. Yeah, he just—it's like he's doing all the moves that Elwood would have done, like in the first
1: that he that t- Elwood twenty really, years ago. Yeah, he exactly. probably can't do anymore. Not quite. Yeah, <laughs> so. not quite. Yeah, the, the dancing is is—you could tell that they 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 did their best on some of those dance scenes for sure. They're just. Like the Aretha Franklin scene, yeah. Or the, when he's on the, Ed's love he's exchange. on the desk, the kids
2: on the desk, yeah, and he's like doing, doing all these weird dance
0: <laughs> that
1: was so good. Oh yeah, that the, they just nailed back in the eighties. Oh, just absolutely nailed
2: And that whole the scene when he. Opens the trunk. Oh my god! Oh, <laughs> still to this day. Like, oh yeah, it's and so he's dr- just got a little room in there, <laughs> like a, like a bed and a dresser <laughs> and a does, little phone and all yo. sorts of crap.
1: Like, where did all that shit come from? Uh, it's it's <laughs> the absurdity is of this is
2: is great. Like, and there's like absurd like that. Like, I mean, that's plausible. That's a big trunk. All that stuff yeah, could really I'm happen. Sure. And then there's the unplausible, like when they sneak into the exactly what i was thinking like elwood is in the he's in uh, underneath the the drivetrain. or whatever (laughs) just his
1: chin drops out yeah that's what i was saying where the hell is he these moments of absurdity (laughs) that just like happen and they just move on and you're like did i just see that and then (laughs) screw it we're moving on so i mean i guess it does have like it it is like pulled back a little bit because yeah the original blues brothers i mean was just a coke filled nightmare how they made that yeah (laughs) So you could tell like okay like I mean everyone's getting older and we had to like can't <laughs> you know this isn't you know the the heyday of Hollywood anymore but so again it was John Landis and I wish they would have given him some more freedom to do whatever hell he wanted cuz the aspects that you can tell are authentic are amazing and the things that you could tell are kind of doesn't make any sense or <laughs> yeah are kind of not there
2: What's? Funny, I didn't know, like you know that scene where, like they run out of gas, yeah, and then Elwood walks off and, again. Like, that's yeah, that's a weird then,
1: a moment. And yeah. then they
2: get him to come back. Well, I guess that was like up into that, like John Landis and Elwood were ready to, or and Dan Aykroyd were ready to leave the project because so many changes had happened. Like they're like we're gonna quit, yeah. And then there's that scene where he's like he like. He's like, give him an inspirational speech or whatever. Yep. And then he talks about all the famous people. Uh huh. And like one of the names he's mentions is Robert K. Weiss. Yeah, Robert K. Weiss, yeah. So that, I was like, who the hell's that guy? Because I yeah. didn't recognize that. Yeah, he was the mu- movie exec that convinced them not to quit the movie.
1: Really? Yeah, so they used, so use that as a person. Well, he was, yeah, well he was, uh, I, well Robert K. Weiss I believe was involved in the original one too. Maybe. Like he's, yeah, I knew. I, I know that that name but he's like and, not he's not a bluesman is, yeah, like he's everybody else everybody else, else is Robert a singer or or a
2: bluesman or elvis presley or whatever
1: <laughs> yeah you could tell he's not they're not talking to those guys at all they're talking to themselves yeah <laughs> for, and so to see that like they put that in there is pretty good and the fact that they left that scene in there because it is just so weird but then and they just goes right back to the absurd <laughs> right after like everybody walks off and he's like okay fine i'll go get the gas and he goes and, <laughs> yeah. <get> the <laughs> and then that the, leads to the old tent scene yeah right? the tent revival that scene. guy
2: drives in and
1: and that's how they're able <laughs> to get going. Yeah. And then they add another guy into the car after they leave the Jan right. revival. <laughs> like, and like five. I'm pretty days. sure those were all like. If you watch, like I don't think all of them
2: were ever all in that car. But some. It'd be cool to see. But like even so, like when they run out of gas, you only see one half of the car. And everybody gets out from like. There was a one scene side. where they pull
1: up to Queen Mousette's. Like Willie is up on top of the, up in the window. Yeah, in the back. Yeah, yeah like he's hilarious. tucked away, and Donald <laughs> Dunn is on the bottom <laughs> between some dude's legs. Like, I'm I'm trying to figure out if they could have made that work or not, because there is I mean, a scene where you can see them all climb out, but <laughs> the weight of that many people. <laughs> I mean, it's an old it's an old car that there with bench seats, so they. Could, <laughs> But still, (laughs) it's still pretty good.
2: Yeah, the the other thing I I like just because of the car chase scenes is the the big car wreck and the joke when he's like, I love how he just, it's hilarious because they're outrunning him, the road's out, and the first thing he does, which I've never seen anybody driving ever do in my life, is he puts both feet on the gas pedal and (laughs) just pushes it all the way down. Yeah, both both And they just fly (laughs) over a dirt berm. (laughs) And then all the cars just crash into the, like, cement mixer. Yeah, that's (laughs) ridiculous. They actually broke a world record with that. Did they really? Yeah, because I was like, I was the one... You know, there's that big crash scene in the first movie. Yeah. And I was like, so I wonder, like, were they trying to outdo that one? Yeah, so they, they... in the first movie, they wrecked sixty-two cars in that wow. scene. In this one, they did sixty-three just to break the record. In that one scene, in that one, just in that one scene, sixty-three cars pile it, up. It doesn't seem like it's sixty-three cars, and no. hundred and four in the entire movie. In the original, no, in the second one, really. So it broke the world record for most car crashes in one scene, and then it held the world record for like a long time for the having a hundred and four in the whole movie. What has the record now? Uh, it was like 112, which it was broken by, oh, uh, The Rise of Cobra.
1: Really? Which I don't even, the ri- I was I like, uh, I got to go watch
2: that movie again, G.I. Joe, The Rise of Cobra. I can't
1: remember a single <laughs> car, car, crash car crash
2: in that film. Because <laughs> it's not like, in Blues Brothers, it's like that's in your the face. Point.
0: Like, yeah. hey,
1: watch this. We're going to crash all these yeah. cop cars. I, wow, that's amazing. You know what's funny? Out of those two movies, the first one, Rise of Cobra, is amazing. The second one is shit. Yeah, yeah. The the first one is freaking amazing. Um, Well, that's awesome. Yeah. So, what's next on your list, man? I could talk about this all night long. Um, reminiscent. Like
2: all the the soundtrack to this movie is amazing. Oh
1: gosh, the the music.
2: I can listen to all the songs. I
1: still have, and they're all uh, so different. You know, they're different. They're they're easy to sing along <clears throat> to. Yeah. Um they're yeah, it's the, the 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 song choices work freaking amazingly. Even the ones that aren't even all that good. Yeah, or... aren't all that great. <laughs> but yeah, the, the, the and I could see why like that was the the plus coming away from John Landis and like yeah, well the music was good. So, and that's true, and that's true. And, and it's interesting I got to see a couple years. It was funny. A couple years ago, uh, oh god, ten plus years ago now. Uh, I got to see like in here, here in Boise. I got to see the official blue because there's like an official Blues Brothers touring show. Yeah, like handpicked for McRoy that they play. They it's a it's a it's a show, great show. And then. That same weekend, my brother Lauren was living up in Moscow, so we, I drove up there, and that weekend happened to be they used to do at the big college there in Pullman, Washington. They do like Father's Weekend, so they were, were you there? I want to say like I either I don't think I went to the show there. I went to the show here with you. Okay, one of them. Yeah, and so then the show up there was Dan Aykroyd and. Jim Belushi and you know, the Blues Brothers band and that was good but I mean they were really showing their age there I mean you can't expect them to be able to perform right. at that high level that two young guys playing these characters were able to pull off a couple nights before so it was really cool to see both of them and it's really nice that's what I like about this film too is like it's a good if you love the Blues Brothers like we certainly did if you can get around the goofiness that they put in there it's the music is what drives the film and I think it's the best aspect like the bizarro goofiness of it like if you just lean into it and accept that that's, this is what was made it's a great film if you're going to nitpick it's like well it's different or like that doesn't make any sense none of this <laughs> no, makes sense yeah, no. <laughs> but it never made sense in the original either <laughs> no, it, it never didn't. none of that stuff made sense at all Um, it just happened to be more grounded in reality than this one is and even still it wasn't grounded in all that much reality yeah, yeah. No, it's it's a phenomenal film, and I'm glad that I got to, we got to see it. Like, because I don't know if it would hold the same punch now, right? That, it, I don't know. I have no idea. I I'd like. To, I would love to find some. If you have never seen this before, if you're listening, and you decide to watch that, please reach out to us because I would love to hear your thoughts, especially on this, because this is something. This is a film that means a lot to us. Uh, means a lot to me and means a lot to Jeremiah because it was something that we, we enjoyed together and I'd be curious to know what somebody who had never seen it before thinks
2: yeah definitely because like for us well for me at least it's like it holds something you know mm-hmm. and it holds value no matter what because of the time period and, mm-hmm. of when and, it came out and like so even to watch it yesterday and trying to be objective like how does this hold up to the test you know like yes. Yeah. You know, some movies hold up, some don't. I Mm -hmm. still think this one does. Yeah, there's
1: nothing in here that's like, wow, that, like when they get turned to rats, that effect looks weird. (laughs) Yeah, but in the end, there's still like, who cares? Like if you can, if you can suspend your dispos, your your, your 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 suspend your disbelief, the movie works great and timely. Like some of the themes in here are very timely and. I like it a lot. It's well, and very, the
2: effects that are absurd are meant to be absurd. It's yeah. not like, you know, like they drive the car across the, the river underwater, underwater, and it just like looks it's fake as hell. Just roll the windows <laughs> up,
1: and fish are swimming yeah, by. Yeah, uh, I wonder how like, they did that because that looks cool. <laughs> I think that looks awesome. But yeah, it's it's absurd. But again, the first one is absurd, and I don't think that we were late to the party. I don't remember even watching the first one until in my mid teens. Yeah, I want to say that
2: because I'm like I'm trying to like put a pin on like why this was such a big deal for like you and me. Like I know before this, we really attached ourselves to Bob and Doug McKenzie. And we that, did, like, yeah. And then it was like the whole tag, you know, that tag team uh-huh. kind of thing. And like we talked like them, we like uh-huh. did a show in your car like them, and just uh-huh. whatever. And then this movie came along, and it was this like, all right, now we're gonna. Do this. Was it for Halloween that we dressed up? I can't remember. No, because this came out in, like February
1: or something like that. Yeah, yeah so I don't remember when we dressed up. Uh, I we, know it was it was a I random we, day for school. I think. Yeah, it was just a random day for school, <laughs> but and like, I, but like that wasn't cheap for us
2: in school, like went out and bought a suit no. and like 60 well, Ray-Bans
1: at yeah. the time. Yeah, we for were kids that don't ha- make any I mean no, you had we were, a job but I didn't. Yeah, I was like, like, it, it <laughs> wasn't I mean we pieced it together. We didn't go buy new suits but we were like we had got jackets. We, we were able to make it work. Right. And I I bought
0: I the I most, wanted
1: the the Blues Brothers Ray-Bans that they made but yeah. I didn't I didn't get a chance to get them. The ones I was able to get were the men in black ones. And then I immediately lost to them. Like I only owned them for like a week and I lost them somewhere, uh, which really sucks. But
2: I'm pretty sure I got mine at Walmart, but they were in the vision center. Like, well, that's actual, where I got mine. Yeah. Yeah. They, they were, were actual Ray-Ban Ray-Bans. Brand.
1: Yeah. But they weren't Blues Brothers ones. Mine yeah. were the, the men in black ones. But, and then I
2: spent the mo- second most amount of money on the hat.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Which I don't have anymore and I nope. wish I did. But I don't think I have my hat either. What's funny is like my hat wasn't a fedora. Mine was almost like like my hat was more like an Indiana Jones sized hat. It wasn't <laughs> a little <laughs> narrow fedora like they wore. Yeah. I noticed Yeah, mine was a bigger like, brimmed one too. It was a bigger but it still worked for us. Yeah. And I remember we had the the Chuck Taylors, which the only one that wears those is the kid. Yeah. <laughs> but we went with those and instead of the dress yeah. shoes. But yeah, I, and I think we just did it just because it wasn't for Halloween. I think we just did it because we wanted to. We were that much fans, and I don't think we would have been as. Yeah, I don't know what it was about this because yeah, Blues Brothers. Well, I think I know we watched it together. The original, we watched it
2: together,
0: mm-hmm.
2: at least once or twice at my house for like a sleepover. Yeah, I don't know if we watched it at your house for a sleepover, but I know a couple of times we watched
1: it. Yeah, and then when the new one came out, it was like we were. Oh jacked. my God! Yeah, like, we were so excited. Like.
0: The our sequel. brains were exploding yeah. out of our heads. Well, because this,
1: you know, in mid nineties, like there was no like worth the damn internet. You know, I, <laughs> you know, I know what Ben Affleck's doing today. Like, I have <laughs> no idea. But back then, it was just you. You just kind of had to like the, your biggest source of information on what movies were coming out were the posters at the movie theater, right? Like, it was just so bizarre, and yeah, we loved it, and it, it was and meant a lot to me. And,
2: it's just uh, crazy, like all the things that we could have. Like you said, we saw a lot of movies in 1998. We did. I mean, off that list I went through, I'm pretty sure I saw almost almost 100 of those I saw in the theater. I totally forgot about
1: Black Dog. Oh, that's <laughs> I don't good. think
2: I saw that in the theater, but like no, but that was that a, was Patrick,
1: that was a Patrick for sure. Swayze and Meatloaf, right? Yeah, was that Patrick Swayze and Black yeah. Dog? Oh God, <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. Oh, and uh, but for us to
2: just gravitate, unless it's just because it was a duo in those two characters. Because there wasn't
1: other movies like that. I, I think it, like I said, it helps that we were able to sing. Because you're a really good singer, <laughs> and I want to be a good singer, but I'm not. But this music, I can sing this stuff. Right. There's nothing in this movie that I couldn't sing and be able to pull it off. You know, well, especially that, the, oh, the songs uh, that low voice that just can carry a note for you. You don't, yeah. The songs that the actual Blues Brothers band sings, yeah, like, yeah.
2: It's almost like being a voice actor. To do those songs, yeah, you don't for have sure. to be a good singer. You're not you singing. You have to, your brr, you just have doing to sing in a different accent, voice. Yeah. yeah, but we kind of went off the rails. I mean, I remember us singing this to my, in my dad's house. We did. We put on to it, like, our concert, our, to, our own concert, to, to your girlfriend. To <laughs> yeah, like
1: yeah, to him, and your dad, and my girlfriend, I believe. And it was awesome, and it was and it was cool, yeah. like. <laughs> I wish... And that was, like, a good Friday night.
2: Like, are you going to go yeah, on a other, date or other anything? Other kids no, are uh, No, we're going to sing s- Blues Brothers songs no. to my family and your girlfriend at the time <laughs> in the living room Yep, with the music playing in the background. Yep, we're going to sing... Yep. and <laughs>
1: so, uh, well, my sister was there. Yeah, your sister was there.
0: <laughs> but, you know, like,
1: you know, for performing-wise, I like to think that I do a lot of goofy shit. <laughs> but looking back, I... Wish, I, for my personal life, for my performing life, I wish I was just as fearless now, right? As we were <laughs> back then, because that that tooks. I, I well, apparently
2: we we were fearless because, like, I can't believe we wore that shit to school. And like but back it, then, like nerds, it, it, nerds and yeah, weirdos nerds were, didn't rule the school. Like no, we should have, for uh, all uh, means and purposes, we should have been beat up that
1: day. Yeah, by for sure, jocks or something. But you know, but we were also. <laughs> well, I believe we were seniors. We were either juniors yeah, or so seniors. We were seniors. Yeah, we were either juniors or uh, ninth. Well, no, yeah, we would have been, been seniors. We would have been seniors. The beginning so of our senior year. So who were we answering to? You got to remember, like our my senior, our senior year, for the most part. Is some of the best times I ever had in school. That's like true. I, I
2: guess if if it had been like our freshman year, it would have been a different oh, yeah. story. Oh, f- no,
1: <laughs> so. oh hell no, hell's to the no. I would we would not have done that uh, freshman year. Like there's aspects of of senior year. I, I worked too much, but and the rest of my time was taken elsewhere. But like I wish I still had that fearlessness, and that kind of leads into like not you know I don't I don't want to actually I do want to sideline this conversation like that's what I really is commendable to you because to me you still have that fearlessness Hmm. like you're doing something amazing so this in a few days from today recording this Jeremiah is leaving and him and his wife are moving to Alaska (laughs) and um We've lived in different states before. Um, he, he moved to Texas uh in like two years after this movie came out, but he came back. And there have been times in our friendship over the last almost 30 years where a year would have gone by without even him and I not even speaking to each other, and um, so we've outlived those types of situations but this is a little bit different and you are still showing that fearlessness because (laughs) I couldn't do that I I couldn't devote that much time and energy to the company that we both work for granted yeah it would pay off but I just don't have that desire to do that now and I don't know if it's going to be permanent or if it's just your next step but i you still have that fearlessness and that's why i, I look i still look up to you for that Aww. and <laughs> even though you're leaving i i don't know I, i'm just very I'm, I'm happy for you and i'm sad but i also know that it's not like you're, you're going to alaska so like you're not close but Luckily, we, it's 2020 now, and like <laughs> I can text you from across the table as fast as I could text you from another country, another state yeah, away. Yeah, and so Technology brings us closer. Yes, for respect. sure. So not only that, you could still be uh, a frequent guest on the show because we found out today that we have our Zoom set up. Yeah, so that'd now be cool. we can just Zoom you in, and it'll be right? fantastic. So, or um, awful. Or awful. <laughs> no, I, I, I suspect that it's going to be great. Um, but Jeremiah, paintless. Hell yeah! I hope oh, you're wait, playing I gotta get a, get a snack. Oh
2: yeah! <laughs> Everybody... Oh hey, there it is. <laughs> Everybody gets to see my man, cash I'm and glad prizes. This is <laughs> <laughs> your cash <and> <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, call the college. But the, nobody <laughs> listening will get to see it. So it'll just be <laughs> well. <laughs> ha ha. Unless just it's
0: a live Zoom. This is a live Zoom, buddy. Podcast.
1: <laughs> That'll actually be really fun if we could do some live shows. Heck yeah! Just live. Um live shows be cool I can't I'm excited to come up to see it because I've always wanted to go to Alaska I've always wanted to be go up there and um, I'm really excited I want to go freeze my butt off and yeah I can't wait I hope um, you do come up there oh I will definitely come up there I will be I mean I've already looked at plane tickets and they're barely inexpensive I can't drive there I like the idea of taking that ferry that takes five days <laughs> Right?
0: <laughs>
1: yeah so but um yeah, well, I think that this this film... It, it, and I think that if we had watched Blues Brothers when we were, like, younger, or we had grown up with them, like, if we had seen it live in 84 when the original came out... Yeah. And was something that that was, like... We loved growing up. We probably would have hated this movie. But the <laughs> fact that we found Blues Brothers late in, later than our childhood, this was... This was even more fun to watch, I think, than the original. The original's fun to watch, yeah. But I, this is uh, just aces and spades. I think more the fun original,
2: to watch. the fun parts, of the original, for because of the age we were, at least yeah. for me, was the it was the songs, yeah, and then just the goofball parts, correct. Were the fun parts of the original, like, yeah. The in between stuff, like I could give a shit, yeah, about. But like, you know, the scene where they have to make it to the bank. At the end, yeah. and they're just running, and it's just yeah. this long ass scene of them that's, putting stupid stuff in front of doors. You, you, and you stuff. nailed that. <laughs> you, you nail on the head.
1: You—that's what this second one was missing. It was that they tried to make it work, but it didn't. In the scenes that were supposed to be like really awkward and almost uncomfortable. Yeah. What the scene at the diner with the guy—the original guy from Bob's Country Kitchen or Bob's Country Bungalow. From yeah. the original movie, like, okay, so we stiffed this guy on beer eighteen years ago, now who cares, right? <laughs> right. And so that awkwardness, there's a lot of that awkwardness isn't there in this one. That quiet just yeah, there's some of those scenes like when she when he catches when Carrie Fisher finally catches him in the sewer with her with her freaking RGP <laughs> or whatever she has. <laughs> right and that scene where he takes his glasses off and just says he's sorry and then again leaves her in the sewer um yeah those those silent moments this movie's missing yeah and i think that that's really just some some secret sauce that they the studio probably had him take out yeah. who knows some secret sauce well
2: Definitely a good episode for me to leave to Alaska on. You this know, was definitely
1: like, if it it, it it this was always going to be a movie we were going to cover from the very beginning of this show. Yeah, Blues Two Thousand was always I don't, a given. It's not going to be the last one by any means. Oh gosh, no, no. I <laughs> got I got word from <laughs> well, Brett <yeah>. that we're <laughs> we're still on the air for as long as the eavesdrop network lasts. We're still on the air. <laughs> um. No, it's and it's definitely not going to be our last, and. But not only that, it's episode 50. Oh, nice. Yeah, this is episode 50. <laughs> episode 49 was Sahara, and then this is 50. Oh.
0: It's
2: yeah. It's like
1: I'm part of a milestone here. I, it, it was done on purpose. Oh. It was absolutely done on purpose. <laughs> so <laughs> if you couldn't record today, then I would have saved it, and then we would have done it, and then made it, released it. Like, even if we had, yeah. Even so. if you went past 50? Yeah. <laughs> nope, like, this is This is this 51. 51. <laughs> we go, 50. this 50. is, what happened to, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's a secret. This is 50. Tea. It's like in the middle of the summertime.
0: <laughs>
2: well, I appreciate appreciate you, man, and Arrgh. and I love you know. Thank you for talking about the courageous part about it, and like me going there. I think it's funny that you you talk about like that, and and like I view you the same way, which but in a different way. Like you do things that like I'm too afraid to do, like that I would love to try but I've never had the guts or courage so like yeah I have courage to go do this and you know move forward in my career and stuff but there's the stuff that you do that impresses me every day as far as like having the courage to do like this and and I know this is just a podcast and you're not in front of people or just like stand-up comedy and just burlesque and all the acting different things avenues cause I love that stuff too but I've never just like oh yeah I've always like pondered like ooh maybe if I tried you know stand up or like an open mic but I've never just it's just something I like could never bring myself to do so I think you're just as courageous and like the avenues that you and the outlets that you that you do so
1: I think together like the things that I don't bother me like performing and stuff like that and the things that do bother me changes in my personal life and stuff like that that i have a really hard time with and i can't change even though i want to you on the other hand are really good like well no i'm not going to be i'm not going to be shanghaied i'm not going to be like i'm very comfortable i'm going to be very happy i'm not going to settle for things that aren't that don't make me happy and that's what you don't do like you're not a but don't get me wrong you're not like a hard ass or anything like that but like right you see you're really you can see the long game you've always been good at that me i just throw darts at the wall
0: <laughs> like, okay this
1: is what we're doing now but you have i've always had a vision and you've always been a visionary so to speak and um that's why like we were, we've always been perfect and i think that yeah this this move is sad And I don't, I really haven't dealt with it mentally, but. Well, you only got two days. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Come looking for me on Friday. You're going to find a (laughs) gooey mess. No, no, Um, better not. (laughs) But I also know that, again, technology has made this world super small and you're also somebody that's driven. And if your, if your opportunities, once your opportunities dry up there, you know, like, what? There's nine stores in Alaska. Yeah. So, nine stores, and so I'm I'm hoping I, I cross my fingers that I'm hoping it's something that's a couple years until you the next big opportunity comes your way. I would much rather fly to Alaska to visit you than fly to fly to like Arkansas to visit you. Oh God, no. <laughs> <laughs> but you know where wh- whatever that career takes you. I'm, I, you know that I'm following, and yeah. you know that I, I will go. I'm like our friend, uh the Kimseys. Wherever the BSU goes, they go. It's like, <laughs> oh man. <laughs> yeah. Um, but brother, I love you more than anything. And the one of the the main themes that this movie wraps up with is is a family, and. You are my family, and I love you. Oh. And I'm very happy that we can a do episode 50 yeah. together, uh, and many, many, many more to come. And they'll just be through Zoom because out of all the guests that have sat at the table, you are always the most prepared and the most interesting <laughs> to
0: listen to.
2: <laughs> Again, I don't want to, I don't want to fail at this because nope. I I know we're best friends, but the last thing I want to do is. Suck <laughs> and get kicked. well. The I know one it would thing... never happen, but I wouldn't be like. Oh, I'm not going to have Jeremiah. Jeremiah back. Back. I didn't even watch the movie. Screw him. <laughs>
1: <laughs> if you're listening to this as a former, as a former guest, or somebody who would like to be a guest, <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> new rules. Okay, going forward. I love the time that you 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 want to give to the show, and I I am honored to have you on the show, but. New rules with <laughs> the Be Kind Rewind do not show up and not have seen the movie. <laughs> or if we're doing a live show, which we're doing a live show this Thursday, and, you, and you're invited on as a guest. It's not a reaction video. <laughs> I don't want a reaction video. It's not video. a YouTube reaction video. No, it's not a YouTube oh, reaction video. I mean, we're like just watching hilarious. The, the, I, somebody just, pop, like two days ago, somebody popped up with them a, a millennial reaction video to the original Blues Brothers movie. Oh. Yeah, it was hilarious. Like, oh, that's awesome. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm not saying you should be as prepared as me, like with well, notes and no. stuff, but at least watch the at film. At least watch the film. <laughs> I mean, yeah, today I had nothing but. The the I wrote the intro as before we got started, yeah. Um, but um,
0: no, <laughs> I've I, seen
2: this movie like twelve times and I still watched it yesterday. Yeah. Oh yeah.
1: <laughs> I I, so. I first I fir- at first thought like you know what hmm. I'm gonna do I'm gonna just kind of like because I I know the movie but nope I rewatched it. it was funny I did on Hulu had like sign up for seven days for stars on Hulu. <laughs> So I did that, and I just have to remember to cancel that <laughs> that trial.
2: <laughs> yeah, I told uh, Casey that I was like, "Yeah, we can just watch it for free here." She's like, "Oh, I don't want to remember having to cancel that. We'll just rent it for three ninety nine on Hulu."
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, if I could have rented it for th- from something, I just didn't have the time to sit and fart around in my car to do the thing. So right. I just said the. To- <laughs> Free trial. Oh, there it was. Now it was there's a Amazon, whole bu- I think. Yeah. I mean, there's like a whole bunch of more movies now that are open for the week. So Tucker will have a good time and then we'll just be done with it. <laughs> I only got one request of this podcast. What up?
2: So it was funny, hilarious. The one that I saw today on Facebook that what? I commented on. Yeah. About our faces being yep. on the not the, the posters, main character. Yeah. So I would hope that you and I would at least make it on to Elwood and Mighty Mac. On this next one. Nope. And it's, not Cab Callaway and the must, kid. Nope, it's Buster and Cab.
0: <laughs> yep. I'm
1: gonna have to blackface you, Jeremiah. <laughs> oh God, don't please don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> no. I haven't decided how I'm gonna advertise this episode. I'll do something cool for it. Yeah. No. Not, not a janky cut and paste. No, I like those. <laughs> I think
2: they're awesome.
1: <laughs> I just like to be on the girls' bodies. I'm sorry. I just want to be oh, a ballad. Excited but I'll be... look on your face. Yep. <laughs> 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 look at me. I got boobies. <laughs> I, um, I
2: was hoping for the, I didn't know about the, the Back to Future one until I saw it on Facebook. Okay. I mean, I'm not hurt that I didn't get to be involved with that one. That's cool. I'm fine with that. But like, I, I thought maybe you would like a drawing,
1: instead of a... <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> shit! No, that's in my su- my super safe box. I'm gonna have to super get... safe. Box. Yeah, I've got a box with all my <laughs> my special tokens in it. You know, it's funny the Back to the Future one. It was a night where I think you were doing something. I Probably. Think. I, yeah, you were doing something because you. That's were... your baby, though. I'm fine with that. Well, no, it's not. is like you were. I think but you did it unkind. Well, not an unkind, but basically what I did was. I because I had wrote that essay about it years ago, so I pretty much just took the essay and kind of went over it. <laughs> Did a cliff notes. More more or less and just talked about it. It was funny though. Um this is some BTS stuff that will probably get cut out uh if you guys are listening, but um <laughs> No, this isn't a... <laughs> You could tell like and I'm not I'm not I'm not gonna like screw the conversation to something dark, but like when depression really hits, it's really hard to like be interested in what you are normally interested into and stuff. Yeah. I sat in this room for an hour just letting it record not talking just sitting there just building the energy to talk and then once i started talking i talked for an hour and a half wow about back to the future but i just couldn't find the energy i was just so (laughs) yeah no the back to the future one is yeah i think you were just out of town because you've been traveling around getting ready for your new job so um i what's funny now is like i'm gonna leave tonight and start getting it know, i'll start doing the get the live show for Thursday, so September, if you're, well, it's over now, but you can find it on our website or on the uh, Facebook page. We did, um, uh, I did Carnival of Souls. Um, so I'll watch that like two or three times and write my jokes for that. After that, I have no idea where what's going to happen with the show and like who's, <laughs> like, it's like eras. I think I'm going to find another person who will be like an era. So we had like the Carissa era. We had the Jen Potcher era. At the Jeremiah era, <laughs> I need to find another person to have on for like five six months. I'll just be on the Zoom era. When the Zoom era starts yeah. up. Yeah, the social distance era. <laughs> um, not to not to drop a few lines, but uh, um, and again, this will probably be cut out. But I might have with that Zoom. I might have a chance to talk to the kid from uh, Fly of the Navigator. The kid they did like really nothing, he robbed a bank. Oh, did
0: he? <laughs>
2: he did, yeah. I was like, uh, that was an awesome movie, but I can't think of any, whatever happened
1: to him. Yeah, he robbed a bank. <laughs> <laughs> huh. But um, it's going to open up the opportunity to get some like, like one of the kids from Ernest Goes to Camp, his, his, I talked to him and he was excited and he wanted to do the show. Oh, cool. It's a matter of just doing the Zooms and stuff. That's so cool. now that that's set up, we can have those special celebrity guests. Ooh. That uh, would be fun. would would that be cool? Yeah, so, get my dream. My dream. I have two dreams. Okay, <laughs> Jenny Lewis and Jake Lloyd have decided are my two my two big gets. Jenny Lewis or Jake Lloyd, uh, just so look. I can look to his face and tell him, you know what, those guys, you killed it in Phantom Menace, and they can suck a dick. <laughs> okay, I know who he is. But Jenny, Jenny Lewis was the red haired girl from Wizard oh okay. yeah she's a singer now <laughs> she's a singer now she's a big time singer yeah she's like a big name singer huh yeah but um big time where <laughs> well i listen to the river so oh, okay <laughs> so uh everybody thank you for listening um i uh yep uh this was the big 5 for the big be kind rewind uh what started as a silly idea has has morphed into something really amazing and It's given me the opportunity to work with a lot of cool people as well as my very, very best friend. And I can't think of a better person to spend uh, episode 50 with. And here's to 50 more. And episode 100, we're going to have to just film while you're here. I don't want to do a Zoom call for episode 100 for sure. (laughs) Don't let me, but don't get me wrong though. You'll be on way more than. (laughs) I just want
2: to be whatever episode um, 50 year anniversary would be a what not episode but a 50 year anniversary a 50 year because we're at what
1: 30 now oh yeah 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 it's been so 96 no not 96 what the hell I'm talking about 6th grade was 91 because (laughs) 7th yeah 7th grade was 92 to 93 so 91 (laughs) 91 2001 2021 yeah 30 years no. 20 years. No, no. 20? No. I've been married 21 years. Oh, have you? Yeah. Okay. So, the, oh yeah, it would have been 30 years then. So, 91 to 1991 to 2001 is 10 years. 2001 to 2011 is 20 years. So, 2021 is 30 years. Okay, yeah. 30 years. So, we got to do it. A- so I better be on an episode that year. Well, <laughs> or next so year. So in twenty twenty one, and then it'll be in the it'll be in the fall, because that's when I met you <laughs> first date, or I met you in the sixth grade. We'll just we'll just call it September first or whatever of whatever it would have been. I don't. So you got to
2: make it to like episode hundred before then.
1: No, nope. <laughs> <laughs> if I can get through a hundred seventy five, uh, if I can get like through a hundred fifty episodes <laughs> in five six months (laughs) it's our 75th
2: episode and it's our 30 year anniversary 75 (laughs) I think
1: is probably going to be more (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh all right well thank you so much everybody for listening I remember you could check us out on all your streaming platforms uh, your merchandise is available from Redbubble.com. The other day, that my shir- the shirts came up, and right next to it was shirts for like John Mullaney. so that was cool. <laughs> so instead of buying his stuff, buy a be kind rewind shirt. One of the drawings was uh drawn by uh Crystal Moore, so uh and the um we've got t-shirts and hoodies and masks and all sorts of cool stuff on there. Um. Don't forget to check us at the Be Kind Rewind show on Facebook. We will be performing um, at Lounge at the End of the Universe. Make sure to check them out. Uh, They're a live place, so they can use some help right now. I want to thank everybody at the eavesdrop.com network uh, for making a feathery-haired boy's dreams come true. And please, please, please watch Blues Brothers 2000. Watch for that Dan uh, for that uh, John Goodman joke at the funeral. You will laugh if you don't, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, and thank you, my brother for being on the show Anytime, and man. making this as special as it was. Um, love you very much. Uh, tune in next week uh, for shoot. we could almost call this season three (laughs) 50 episodes cut it good season three uh no actually season three will start the first of the year so we're 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 wrapping up storylines for season two
2: (laughs) depends on how many episodes you go off of
1: no i just last (laughs) year was the beginning of the year was season was season two nice so i'll just go that we did a good christmas that, that chris we did that christmas episode um um, and I got some fun ideas for this year's Christmas episode. So it's going to be fun. Uh, so tune in next week for some more some more. Be Kind Rewind fun. Um, remember, we like to celebrate the silver linings of the silver screen here. Uh, Jeremiah, I love you. You guys at home, I love you. Uh, be kind to each other. And uh, things are going to be better. And I can't wait. So I right, love you. And we'll talk to you next time.